This is a test of the emergency podcast system. Activated by contract termination. Rumors of our demise are greatly exaggerated. Welcome to Stacy on the Right with your host, Stacy Washington. She's blessed to be a Bible reading, gun toting, Air Force veteran, wife, and mom. Righteously American. Yeah. Uh, apparently, righteously American and also about to be the recipient of some serious impeachment boondoggle. Yeah. Um, I actually have a lot of information for you right now. Um, a lot. So we were going to talk some more about reasons to vote for Donald Trump, specifically black women. I'm going to get to that, but not today. We're going to actually push that off until tomorrow because, well, first of all, I want to do a little bit more research for you. I love to have my research together uptight and ready to rumble. And also, I think it is just appropriate for us to put a pin in that and discuss what is currently a huge news story. Now, is it a news story because it's real news? No, it's because I have to introduce you. Uh, I have two friends, my friend Nothing and my friend Burger, and I want Nothing and Burger to meet so you can understand all of the, just every aspect of this impeachment inquiry and how, in my opinion, and remember, that's what this is. It's, it's my opinion when I'm talking about like analysis here. My opinion is that this is their plan B. Democrats wanted you, and I mean you, when I say you, I'm, I'm talking about my Bible-believing Christian buddies out there in listener land. I'm talking about my liberals who listen to this show because either I I just, I enrage you or you find me amusing, whatever the reason, I'm glad you're here. Um, you're, you, you moderates, everybody who's an American who has the ability to vote, and even those of you who maybe are not able to vote, but you're going to vote anyway, because you know, doggone it, you like voting. Um, the Democrats thought they could give you a Tulsi Gabbard and a, a Kamala Harris or uh, maybe a, an Elizabeth Warren and, and you know, maybe Joe Biden would get in the race and energize everybody, but he would recede to the background as his his way. Maybe you'd do a Warren Sanders or, you know, they had all these sugar plum dreams. They even thought maybe they could get you excited about a Cory Booker slash Kamala Harris. It'd be a black, black ticket with a closeted gay man on there and it would just be the thing and you would do the thing and you would love the thing and it would just be you and the voting booth and multiple votes and you would just be energized. Kind of like when Captain, um, not Captain Kirk. Well, he used to say it too, but my favorite person to say it was Jean-Luc Picard on uh, Star Trek The Next Generation. And he would say, energize. But he would say it with his little British accent and it was just awesome. He'd say, energize. You know, it was kind of cool. And then the, um, the, the beautiful Enterprise ship would just warp out to would you know maximum warp to wherever they were headed to to get into some really stupid hijinks they were always investigating plants where they shouldn't have been a uh, whole nother show so what are we going to talk about today well first of all how about yesterday um yesterday was the day they announced that they were going to impeach the president and for no other good reason other than they hate him and they don't have good candidates and so they've they've implemented their secondary strategy because y'all ain't excited about their candidates. And here's what's interesting about it. Um, the RNC raised a million dollars yesterday, a cool million dollars, and they weren't even trying. The RNC did not go out yesterday and say, hey, everybody, we need your help. They were just like, this impeachment inquiry is a whole bunch of, whole lot of garbage, whole lot of, you know, nothing, whole lot of ugliness. Now, I did get a couple of emails from them. One on the Trump Ukraine transcript, and they're calling this unprecedented transparency. And the reason it's unprecedented is because Barack Obama never released any transcripts of any of his conversations, whether it was Benghazi or any of his other closeted scandals, because nobody wants to give him credit for having any scandals. He never released one blinking transcript. Now, why is that important? Because that makes this transcript release an episode, an act of unprecedented transparency. That's why. So again, give credit where it's due. Obama never released any transcripts. President Trump has. He's out there trying to prove to you that he deserves your vote, that he has done nothing wrong, that he has nothing to hide. So if you want to read it, I have it in today's show notes, uh, listen.stacyontheright.com. You're going to be able to get those show notes. You're going to be able to check it out. 
um, read the transcript for yourself. You can also read my snarky comments that I've appended to uh, the links because those are good for you. They're good for me. It's everybody should let their snark out. So when President Trump said that the U.S. does a lot for the Ukraine, it was in the context of President Trump saying that European nations were not doing enough for the Ukraine. Do I need to reiterate that one time? Let's do it for the good of the order. European countries, which really rely on the Ukraine as a buffer zone between them and an aggressive Soviet Union, post-Soviet Union Russia, don't do as much in the way of funding the Ukraine as we Americans do. Yes, I said Americans because we have our little taxpayer dollars in everybody else's neighborhood. We're funding the rockets, the missiles, the tanks, the bombers, whatever needs to be done. If we're not over there flying the missions ourselves, burning up our own American-produced JP-8, we're over there and we're burning up JP-8 we've bought from Saudi Arabians, still our own bombers, our own pilots, our own resources. If we're not everybody else's number one, I got your six guy, who is? Americans are the ones doing all the heavy lifting all over the globe. And it's part of the reason why President Trump got a lot of kudos for saying he was going to bring some of our troops back home because it's time for the Europeans to start footing their own defense bills. That's a whole nother show. But I'll just say this as someone who served in the military and I gladly went overseas when I was ordered to do so. You know what I saw when I was over there in Saudi Arabia? I saw a whole lot of American military hardware up in the sky over Saudi Arabia and Iraq and Iran. Yes. The no-fly zone was maintained by American troops, American resources, American support staff. Okay? So when the president of the United States, Donald John Trump, still your president, another day, still your president, says to this Ukrainian dude, the Ukrainian president, I I give him some respect. I I have nothing against him. He says, we just want to hold on to this money for a second so we can get you to place a little bit of pressure on your European neighbors because they're not pulling their weight. So it had, yes, he mentioned Biden in the context of there being, um, a, a, you know, information that he would like them to assist with. That's it. That's it, guys. So that was mentioned one time. The rest of the conversation was about other pressing matters. Now, if there's something wrong with the president mentioning it, here's, here's where the links come in so handy. And you guys, these are all already on um, the podcast for today. So if you are watching the live stream and you want these links for yourself, I, I will endeavor to get them up on Facebook um, before I head off to do mommy stuff right after the show is over. But if I don't get them all up, you can find them all at listen.stacyontheright.com where the podcast is located. When you look in the show notes, you'll see the links to all these stories that I'm sharing with you because I want you to have the full arsenal of information that you can read yourself. If you're listening to the show, bam, bam, boom, awesome. But if you're maybe wanting to have these links that you can share or text out or email out. They're here for you. So let me run them down real quick because we're going to go over all of these. So um, let's start with the letter from Senator Dick Durbin and Senator Menendez. This is at foreign.senate.gov, links in the, in the show notes. They're writing to Mr. Yuri Lutsenko. He's the general prosecutor at the Office of the Prosecutor General of the Ukraine. And they write to him expressing great concern about reports that his office has taken steps to impede cooperation with the investigation of the United States Special Counsel Robert Mueller. As strong advocates for a robust and close relationship with Ukraine, we believe our cooperation should extend to such legal matters regardless of politics. Ours is a relationship built on a foundation of respect under the rule of law and accountable democratic institutions. In four short years, Ukraine has made significant progress in building these institutions despite ongoing military, economic, and political pressure from Moscow. We, meaning the United States, have supported that capacity building process and are disappointed that some in Kiev appear to have cast aside these principles in order to avoid the ire of President Trump. If these reports are true, we strongly encourage you to reverse course and halt any efforts to impede cooperation with this important investigation. So if it is illegal for President Trump to mention that he has an investigation ongoing and he wants information, then is it not illegal for Durbin and Menendez to mention it? So you can't have it both ways, Democrats. Either the president was well within his purview to mention that there was an investigation and he wanted cooperation or he wasn't. Which is it? Take your pick. Because they're going to get their impeachment inquiry, whether they have a basis for it or not, 
But I just want all of us out here in the real world where we're held accountable for the things that we do, our actions actually have consequences. When we make mistakes, people put our feet to the fire and make us explain. When we live wrong, we actually receive the recompense for that. These people just get to roll around throwing their letters around and nothing happens. So I'm going to, I'm not going to read the whole thing to you. The link is there for you to read it for yourself. It's just a page and a quarter. And at the end, they ask for three things. This is Senator Dick Durbin and Senator Robert Menendez. They ask that the president of the UK, Ukraine reply to their letter and answer three questions. Has your office taken any steps to restrict cooperation with the investigation by special counsel Robert Mueller? If so, why? Number two, did any individual from the Trump administration or anyone acting on its behalf encourage Ukrainian government or law enforcement officials not to cooperate with the investigation by special counsel Robert Mueller? This is how far and wide they had to go to try to find something horrible about President Trump. And they still came up empty. Still your president today. What is today? Wednesday. Hey, Democrats, Donald Trump is still your president. Happy Wednesday. And then number three, was the Mueller probe raised in any way during discussions between your government and U.S. officials? including around the meeting of President Trump and Poroshenko in New York in 2017. So they were so desperate to find something about the president that they had to write to the Ukraine to get some dirt and came up empty over there too. But I'm not done. So if it's not unlawful for them to ask, why is it unlawful for President Trump to ask for information about Joe Biden if there's some investigation ongoing? Now, I've heard people say that there isn't an investigation ongoing. And to that, I say, okay, But still, where is there something wrong that the president did? There isn't anything. And I know never Trumpers are salivating right now, but they're salivating over what I introduced you to earlier. It was nothing, just Matt Berger. There's nothing to salivate over here. So let's go on. Um, I talked to you about the transcript of the Ukraine call, and that link is from lidblog.com. There's also, if you go to the White House website, they've put the, the transcript to the call is actually on the White House website. So you can find it there as well. Now, the RNC is stepping back, punching back. And what they're asking is for Joe Biden to release this transcripts of his calls with the Ukraine. Because guess what, guys? Joe Biden had a lot of phone calls with the Ukraine. Joe Biden also, the reason we even know about his relationship with them and the way he was strong-arming them under the guise of being the vice president of the United States is because he told us, he bragged about it. He said, I've actually gotten them to fire the prosecutor who was looking into my son. And he was kind of like, you know, how people can get a little bit of braggadocio and they start kind of, you know, well, look what I did. You, you ain't cool like this. I, yeah. So what you did? What now? I, I told the people in the Ukraine to stop looking into my son. I, I went so far as to say, fire that guy. And they did. That's how they, that, that is what he was engaging in, in public. And now we're supposed to believe Donald Trump did something wrong? Miss me with that, friends. Miss me. I'm, I'm over here waiting to see what he's done that's wrong because I'll be the first one to say, uh oh, I don't agree with that. Uh oh, he looks like he's in the wrong, but I'm still waiting. And I, I don't like to be kept waiting. Let's just, I don't like when people tell me that there's an impeachable offense and that they're opening an inquiry and then I get put stuff I'm doing on hold, set my life to the side for a second so I can go read a transcript and look and see, did the president actually do something wrong? Is he in the wrong right here? Do do I need to come? Let me stop what I'm doing because I've been supporting him unabashedly for a couple of years now. And let me step over here to this transcript on my laptop and take a look, see at what the president did wrong. Let me get my dander up. I'm over here about to get all 180% mom over here, 180 proof hot mom, angry mom over here. And I go look at the transcript and he mentioned this whole thing with Biden one time. And there's nothing on here that even resembles an impeachable offense. Now we've already wasted what was it, $45 million on this Mueller investigation? Those were taxpayer dollars that I have had to work hard and bust my little buns to try to get together. I've had to, you know, forego things that I want to do in my family to answer the tax burden of the U.S. Treasury. 
had to put my little cents up in that mix with all of y'all's. They collected a record amount of taxes yet again so the Democrats can burn through it on an impeachment inquiry? I don't think so. So what I want to see happen is I want to see the American people rise up and show the Democrats one more time what it's like to cry for another four years because Donald Trump has done nothing wrong again. Yeah, I'm hot under the collar about it, but we'll be back in a minute. What if I could tell you that a full-blown wildfire was going to occur tomorrow right where you live? Tell you exactly which neighborhoods it would engulf and how fast it would do it. The first thing you would do is talk with your loved ones and make a plan today. It's true. I can't tell you a wildfire will strike tomorrow. But shouldn't you make a plan anyway? Go to ready.gov communicate and make your emergency plan today. Don't wait. Communicate. Brought to you by FEMA and the Ad Council. Good morning, Uglyville! Every ugly doll is unique. I'm Moxie. Bobo. Wait. Those close to me call me Slick Doll. Which is not his name. And every child is, too. They can be pretty lovable. That's why when you travel, you should make sure your child is in the right seat for their age and size. That sounds pretty great to me. Keep them safe by visiting NHTSA.gov slash the right seat. Isn't that right, gibberish cat? <laughs> Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety administration and the ad council welcome back to the dog show up next we have satchmo satchmo is a member of the shelter pet group that's right a group known especially for their couch snuggling ball chasing face licking and of course companionship now let's see him in action look how he makes eye contact with his person that's actually known as the treat stare how intuitive and now he appears to be excitedly turning in circles ah the happy dance will come in with this group but really the best way to know an amazing shelter pet like satchmo is to meet one visit the shelterpetproject.org today Adopt. Brought to you by Maddie's Fund, the Humane Society of the United States, and the Ad Council. Let's be honest. The National Symphony may not be in his future, but he wanted to try violin. So you said yes because you love him. And if you love him that much, love him enough to make sure he's buckled up and in the back seat. Find out more about keeping your kids safe in your vehicle at NHTSA.gov slash the right seat. Show them you love them. Keep them safe. Visit NHTSA.gov slash the right seat. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Steven. Who said that? Me, down here. Oh, what are you, a yellow booger? I'm a banana slug, Steven. What are you doing in my room? I'm your sense of adventure. It's been a long time since we've had an adventure in the forest. Mom took me to the forest last year. I'm a slug, Steven. It took me a long time to get here. You're right. I should get out. Yeah, the forest is not that far away. Hey, Mom, come to the forest where the more adventurous you lives. Check out discovertheforest.org for cool places nearby. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service and the Ad Council. Man, do I love card night. You ready, boys? You got a king? Go, fish that! Oh, come on! <laughs> this is WWE superstar Titus O'Neil. It only takes a moment to make a moment. Take time to be a dad today. Learn more at 877-4DAD-411 or visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. Welcome back to Stacy on the Right. Well, all right. So here, here we are. We've got this whole thing going on with the fact that really Democrats are just temper tantruming over the fact that their clown car full of candidates, nobody's excited about them. Nothing has really materialized. So this is their backup plan, their plan B, if you will. And it, I mean, I guess what? It's, it, it makes sense. Not really. It doesn't make sense. Now, I hope the clapback is going to be that Americans show the Democrats You don't impeach someone for doing nothing. You don't waste our time. You don't waste our money. You don't waste our resources. So the RNC has issued a statement. I mentioned this last segment, urging Biden to be transparent about his dealings after President Trump announced he would release the transcripts of a conversation he had with Ukraine's new head of state. Now, now that the president has authorized the release of the transcript of his call with President Zelensky, we call on Biden to release the transcript 
of his calls as vice president with Ukrainian and Chinese leaders while his son was conducting shady business deals in those countries. And this is per chairwoman Rona McDaniel. She says, these are the transcripts we actually need to see. Biden's calls with foreign leaders while his son was conducting shady business deals with those countries. Now, Joe Biden has actually, in their effort to kneecap the president, they've kneecapped their own guy. Because there isn't anything to find out about the president and the Ukraine, but there's plenty to find out about the Bidens and the Ukraine. Hunter Biden was appointed to a $50,000 a month gig in the Ukraine, managing an energy concern, and he had no background to do that. So it was influence peddling. Remember? who who are So if you wanted to do influence peddling, would you go to Donald Trump to teach you how, or would you go to the Clintons to teach you how, or would you go to the Bidens and the Obamas? I'm thinking if you wanted fast lessons that would yield you big, like $100 million checks, you'd go to the Bidens, the Obamas, or the Clintons, because they're the ones who have effectively peddled their influence and enriched themselves to the tune of a quarter of a billion dollars. These people are all worth, uh, the Obamas, their estimated net worth is between 40 and $133 million dollars. But they own five mansions, each of which is worth more than five dollars, five million dollars a pop. So, I mean, you tell me who if you're going to if you're going to influence pedal, who are you going to ask to help you learn how to do it? Probably not President Trump. Even back when he was, you know, the billionaire mogul and all of the rappers were dropping his name on their albums, he still couldn't get Russian world leaders or or, uh, you know, Ukrainian leaders or any world leaders at all to do anything significant beyond perhaps consider a business deal with him but the Obamas I'm sorry did you not see how when President Trump was elected uh, Barack Obama followed him around the world as he went around the world meeting world leaders and Obama was right behind him going behind his back saying whatever he was saying you don't remember that you remember John Kerry also having a a world tour where he shadowed Obama's meetings it so if there's something that needs to be learned about corruption and peddling influence and acting as if you actually run America for your own personal personal enrichment, then you're going to go to Democrats for those the, those lessons. Those knowledge bases reside over there. Now, it's not that we've never had anybody corrupt on the right, but are you telling me that you think that Donald Trump, that's what he was trying to do? That if he wanted to take down Joe Biden, he couldn't do it without the Ukraine? President Trump doesn't have to work hard to take down Joe Biden. He has already taken himself down by previous actions that have yet to come to light. We have not yet plumbed the depths of everything that Joe Biden did as vice president that the American people will consider to be untoward or our laws prohibit. So there is no reason for the president to try to get the Ukrainian government to help him do something that Joe Biden is going to do for him. Now, I know there's a lot of joking around about 3D chess and, you know, he knew this was going to happen. But President Trump didn't actually have to kneecap Joe Biden. Joe Biden's own party is doing it for President Trump. And let's get into some of these details. You have the younger Biden securing a lucrative appointment to the board of directors of the country's only independent oil and natural gas company named Burisma Holdings. And all of this went down in 2014. Hunter Biden received the position which reportedly paid between fifty and $83,000 a month despite no prior background in the Ukraine or the energy industry. Around the same time, Joe Biden was tapped as the Obama administration's point man on Ukraine in the wake of Russia's annexation of Crimea. Now, do y'all remember that? Do you remember when Russia annexed Crimea and Barack Obama did nothing? He folded his little hands and stood by and allowed them to take over that seaport. Why did the Russians want that seaport? Because it gives them a strategic control point. It's a strategic area that if they control it, it gives them a military advantage. And it also presents a threatening posture from Russia to the rest of Europe because they weren't there before. And now they've got all kinds of military assets in the region. Do you see that? Now, I know y'all see this, but for for Democrats, this is hard for them to see because as soon as you mention a Democrat doing something wrong, they're like, oh, 
but that's not, you're just making stuff up. No, no, no. They get all hyperventilating and everything, but this is the, these are facts. These are facts already in evidence that you don't have to be a Democrat or Republican to find or to be able to understand. So you have the Ukrainian government placed under pressure to actually, to actually, um, investigate and fire the prosecutor who was looking for the corruption. So Joe Biden actually pressured the Ukrainians to get rid of this prosecutor who was looking into his son. So many on the left claim that Trump broke the law by suggesting to the newly elected president of the Ukraine, Vladimir Zelensky, that he probe into Hunter Biden's ties to Burisma. But Joe Biden himself echoed that sentiment on Wednesday during a public press conference saying, quote, if President Trump refuses to comply with congressional requests, then he will leave Congress, in my view, with no choice but to initiate impeachment. That would be a tragedy, but a tragedy of his own making. Now, if you want more on this, let's say you have a lot of time this week and you want to get into some heavy reading. Peter Schweizer is a senior contributor for Breitbart News, detailed in his book, Secret Empires, How the American Political Class Hides Corruption and Enriches Family and Friends, that Hunter Biden profited off extraordinary deals in countries like Ukraine and China that were unavailable to regular citizens. Joe Biden, the former vice president of the United States, became the point person to two countries, in particular Ukraine and in China. And in both cases, his son cashed in. So, not to be overwrought, I'm not finished. So I want to give you uh, a quote from Sean over at The Federalist. Let me go back here. I'm going to make sure I give you the right quote. Um, oh, here we go. Transcript of the Ukraine call. Okay. So Sean Davis is one of the senior editors over at The Federalist, and here's what he said. The transcript of the call shows that President Trump mentioned Biden and his son only once and that there was zero discussion whatsoever of connecting financial aid to an investigation of Hunter Biden's controversial Ukrainian energy business or the prosecutor who was fired while investigating it. Nothing meat burger. Again, if there was something here, you had better believe I would be all over it because there's no way I'm putting myself out there supporting the president only to find out that he's been running around influence peddling just as bad as any old garden variety Democrat. But that's not the case here, is it? The case is that we have plan B. Now, plan A was the dossier takes down President Trump because Spygate goes on in the background and no one is ever the wiser. But that didn't happen. And so now they've put out their slate of candidates and they told Nancy Pelosi, we're going to do some impeaching. And she said, no, we're going to run against him or we're going to beat him on the own merits. And now no one's excited about their candidates, criminals, liars, um, you know, people who sleep with married people, all that garbage they got going on on the, on the, the clown car of the left. And so now they're saying, well, you know, we have no choice. We have to impeach him. Now, we know for a fact that Americans are already exhausted by the impeachment efforts. I told you, I think I told you earlier this week on the show that the polling is running hard against impeachment. And it's not soft against. Only 27% of Americans want impeachment. Everybody else is against it. And it's every single demographic, whether they're Democrats, likely voters, progressives, um, independents, uh, right-leaning voters. Nobody wants an impeachment hearing. But I can tell you what they won't be discussing, what we'll be discussing here on this show. I am going to outline for you every reason, and I mean we're going to plumb the depths of reasoning here, every good reason why any person, whether you're a woman, you're a man, you're black, you're white, you're Chinese, you're Hispanic, you're pro-life, you're a capitalist, you think you're a socialist, whatever your thing is, you're a Christian, you're not a Christian. We're going to go over every reason why you should vote for President Trump. And you know why we're going to do that? Because with an impeachment inquiry going on, not many other people are going to be discussing it. Everyone else is going to be obsessed with discussing the vagaries of impeachment, which is nothing meets burger, which is why we're going to go over why you should vote for the president. Because you need information. You need to be armed with why we should vote for someone who's in office doing a good job. Oh, and by the way, the big money folks, they're not interested uh, in, you know, 
the president staying in office. So there's a few issues that are going on and these are all going to remain under the radar because as long as people are discussing impeachment, they're not discussing these other issues. So let's start off with Democrat Tulsi Gabbard. She says she thinks the question of impeachment would further tear apart an already divided country. She says, I think it's important Donald Trump is defeated. I believe I can defeat him in 2020, but it's the voters who need to make that choice. Well, impeachment is going to unite the country against the Democrats. That's what's going to happen. So it's the opposite of what they think is going to happen. And and I actually have to give credit where it's due to Nancy Pelosi for saying that impeachment wasn't a good idea, but she is being strong-armed into this by her party, and so she has no choice. So... Here's another story that's going to go under the radar. South Korean President Moon Jae-in optimistically praising the UN General Assembly on Tuesday for helping to solve many of the world's problems and saying its efforts towards peace are coming to fruition, including in the Korean Peninsula. Moon's assessment of the peace process was extremely positive, culminating in a proposal to transform the demilitarized zone separating the two Koreas into a UN World Heritage Site. Do you think we ever would have seen an announcement like that from the president of South Korea under a president Hillary Clinton? That's why we have to talk impeachment because the successes of Donald Trump are chasing, chasing, chasing each other. And in order for them not to talk about them, we need to talk about impeachment. I refuse. So he goes on to say, president of South Korea, the world is joining forces to help each other in disaster and emergency relief cooperation as well as in peacekeeping efforts. He says, the UN must continue to play a central role in fostering cooperation within the international community. Moon then recalled how his Republic of Korea was liberated from Japanese occupation in the same year as the inception of the United Nations and was able to overcome the scourge of war with the assistance of the UN and the international community. Moon then pledged that Korea would continue working to bring peace and prosperity to the Pacific region. So if there's peace there, it means we don't need to buy as many rockets and missiles and et cetera. And a lot of people who make a lot of money on war want to see us doing more of that, spending more on that. So, of course, they don't want the president reelected. So, of course, they're going to support impeachment efforts, whether it works or not. Distract away from the president, hobble the economy, make it so that Americans can think of nothing but getting rid of Trump so they can have some peace. And they think that might usher in instability, more Spending by U.S. taxpayers on weapons and implements of war, more spreading of American blood and treasure around the world to defend countries that refuse to defend themselves. And you're wondering why they don't want Donald Trump reelected. Well, I'll tell you why else. Let's move on to another item. President Trump has lashed into Iran, calling the Islamic Republic a malignant tumor that has to be eradicated. He then went on to rip China's trade practices in an address to the U.N. General Assembly on Tuesday, in which he also decried illegal immigration and abortion and stood up for the rights of LGBTQ people globally. President Trump said, quote, one of the greatest threats facing peace-loving nations today is the repressive regime in Iran. The regime's record of death and destruction is well known to us all. Not only is Iran the world's number one state sponsor of terrorism, but Iran's leaders are fueling the tragic wars in Syria and Yemen. He also stood before them after spending 10 minutes in their little garbage session on climate change. And he told them that religious freedom was something that America would never give up on. He actually talked about religious freedom to a group of repressive regimes that arrest Christians and torture them and throw their families into gulags for simply having a Bible. For simply saying they love Jesus Christ, that God in heaven is their creator instead of bowing down to the head of China, who is essentially their figurehead, their God for the communists. President Trump stood there and told those same people that as long as he was alive and kicking and America was a country, we would promote religious freedom in our own land and abroad. You wonder why they want an impeachment inquiry? Because as long as Donald Trump is standing, he's going to proclaim the name of Jesus Christ. This non-Christian, this man who's been married three times, this man that everybody and their brother wants to call out for being such a horrible Christian, but he's the most pro-life president we've had. He's the most apt to say the name of Jesus Christ and proclaim the gospel and religious freedom and stand unopposed to everybody else against abortion. He's the most likely to do those things, more likely than Mitt Romney ever was or uh, any of the others. 
Okay, I'm going to say it, John McCain. Y'all know John McCain was never going to stand up there this strong uh, for the pro-life movement or for religious freedom. I've never seen John McCain crack a Bible open in public, but we've certainly seen Donald Trump stand up and talk about these issues in ways that no president since Ronald Reagan has done. But I'm sorry, yeah, you know, we need to impeach him for some good reason, some bad reason, some, we don't need a reason, we just need to get rid of him, right? Right? So please tell me you've already marked your calendar for next year and you're planning on voting and you're taking 10 friends. Please tell me you're going to have a barbecue and a cookout and tell people why you're voting for this man. Please tell me you're going to pray for him every day because that's what we have to do. We'll be back with more right after this. It's 4 a.m. Monday. And you're literally sucking baby snot through a tube because she's congested. Man, that's love. And if you love her that much, love her enough to make sure she's buckled in the right car seat. To make sure your child's in the right seat for their age and size, visit NHTSA.gov slash the right seat. Show them you love them. Keep them safe. Visit NHTSA.gov slash the right seat. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Hey, Kevin, thinking about saving for retirement? Yeah, but how do I start? It's easy with Avvo, a retirement coach. Let's learn the Avvo bet. A is for taking action. Not anxiety? No, Kevin, you're going to be fine. You sick? Barely. V is for variety. Huh, change up my strategy. Okay. Pose for optimize your savings. Let Avvo lead the way. Visit aceyourretirement.org today. A message from AARP and the Ad Council. Tom has been a teacher for over 40 years. One day, I think one of the students had asked the question and he didn't remember the answer. And I also noticed that he was letting his class out earlier than they were supposed to let out. I was really starting to worry. Levi and I talked about how it would change our lives, but he was there beside me. When something feels different, it could be Alzheimer's. Now is the time to talk. Visit alz.org slash stories to learn more. A message from the Alzheimer's Association and the Ad Council. You're not wired to have a response to this sound. You're neutral to it. And you can hear it repeatedly without feeling anything. But when we introduce a new stimulus, save the food. We've achieved pulling a natural or inborn response from you. Save the food. Because 40% of all food in the U.S. never gets eaten. Save the food. Cook it, store it, share it. Just don't waste it. For tips and recipes, visit savethefood.com. Brought to you by NRDC and the Ad Council. Some knowledge belongs to us and us alone. The way our girlfriends walk, talk, touch their hair. Details that only a sister can know about her girls. But what about our other girls? The ones we carry with us every day. Our bond with our sister girls gives life. But knowing your breasts can save it. Go to knowyourgirls.org for the facts you need on breast health. Brought to you by Susan G. Coleman and the Ad Council. Listen, as a hiring manager, I've got to tell you, the best job candidate isn't always the typical candidate. Sometimes they're a grad of life. Meet the grads of life. Young adults of unique determination and experience. An ideal fit for your company in an entry-level position, internship, or mentorship. They might not have every qualification you typically look for, but they're exactly who your company needs. Sometimes the best candidates aren't the ones you're used to. Go to gradsoflife.org to learn how to find, cultivate, and train this great pool of untapped talent. Brought to you by the Ad Council and gradsoflife.org. Welcome back to Stacy on the Right. Welcome back to the show. Um, okay, so I got to go ahead and give you just just a hair here of information on, let me see here. Uh, it was the quote from President Trump on the he, when he was speaking to the UN. So here's the quote about religious freedom. He says, the future does not belong to globalists. The future belongs to patriots. The future belongs to sovereign and independent nations who protect their citizens and respect their neighbors and honor the differences that make each country special and unique. The new world order with its multilateral agreements and bureaucracies like the EU failed. And the quote ended after unique. That's the end quote from president. And we know that Patriotism won World War II. Americans fought for America. Britons fought for Britain. And Russians fought for Russia. 
right? So we know that when countries love their own people enough to fight with everything they have to marshal all of their resources, that those countries win. And of course, I mean, let's, let's, let's not play. It was God's will that it came out that way. Otherwise, we wouldn't have won. But we did bust it. We left nothing to chance. We, we prayed. We worked. The women went into the workforce. We did everything we could. We used every resource we had to win. And we did that because we loved America, not because, um, you know, communism is king or capitalism are king or, you know, slavery or what all these other things people want to say about America and how horrible it is. Those aren't the things that drove Americans to lay their bodies on the line for this country. And it's never going to be that. It will always be patriotism, love of God, family and country that drives people to be willing to, to die on behalf of really an ideal, which is what America represents. It's an ideal, not that we're perfect, not that our country never had any sins to repay for, not that we weren't begun in, 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 in a way that is shameful because we had slavery, but because we've come out of that because it was something worth not just creating and fighting for and dying for, but something worth preserving. This is something I, I, I'm off in the weeds, but those weeds are where the Democrats, they can't even walk in these weeds. They can't, they can't tolerate these weeds. They're allergic to them because any talk of patriotism and love of country, love of God, love of, of, of family up oh, parting of the ways. They're looking for some socialism, which creates slaves, actual legitimate slaves. It takes your citizenship from you and makes you a serf. But, you know, whatever. Socialism. That's what they want. So. Oh, wait, I'm going to go back and make sure I've covered all of this stuff about the impeachment inquiry, as they say. Oh, so I told you that the RNC said they raised a million dollars yesterday. Well, let me give you some details on that. Republicans raked in nearly one million on Tuesday as House Democrats made their announcement that they're launching an impeachment inquiry. The RNC told The Hill that President Donald Trump's reelection campaign, the RNC and a joint fundraising committee began fundraising efforts at 2 p.m. and raised nearly one million dollars by 8 p.m. Just hours after House Speaker Nancy Pelosi announced that Democrats were going to conduct their impeachment inquiry. Now, why is that important? Because it means that every single person who donated in that, you know, six hour period, was it? Two to two, 2 p.m. to 8 p.m. Every American who donated during that time was aware that there was an impeachment inquiry going on and they put their money on Trump. That's why it's important. It, we're never going to hear Democrats agree with that, but we know that's why it's important. So here's the last thing on the impeachment inquiry, and this is about the whistleblower. And this is so important that you hear this right here because this is going to help a lot of what we've seen so far make sense where it hasn't made sense before. So bear with me. Here it is. The whistleblower, the person that everybody keeps talking about is the one that they hope will come forward. Lindsey Graham has said they want the whistleblower to testify in front of a Senate Judiciary Committee. Well, how do you think the whistleblower came forward how is the whistleblower making a living? You know, you want details, right? Well, this person is an anonymous U.S. intelligence official. And they are being helped by an organization called Whistleblower Aid. This is an organization that was launched in September of 2017, eight months after President Trump was inaugurated. They started out with an advertising blitz that involved mobile billboards being driven or posted close to where people drive towards the White House, Congress, outside the Pentagon, and around the headquarters of the CIA and National Security Agency. So I, you're probably thinking, what did she just say? Just one more time. A organization called Whistleblower Aid was launched not during the Obama administration, not during the Clinton administration or the Bush administration, but eight months after President Trump was sworn in, this organization called Whistleblower Aid was started to help people who might want to tell truths about the Trump administration. The group will support you in the following ways. They'll give you free legal representation they will pay your rent. 
They will pay your mortgage. They will give you media coaching. They will pay doctor's bills. They will even pay your counseling bills. The fact that they do these things is controversial among the legal community because critics say that paying for these things for clients and enticing them to come forward to be your client violates attorney ethics. Really? Are you kidding? It doesn't just violate ethics. It sounds like it's illegal, but I mean, who am I to say that? Not a lawyer. Don't play one on TV. And also as a taxpayer, I'm not supposed to know anything anyway, am I? So whistleblower aid was founded by a veteran national security defense attorney named Mark Zaid and John Ty, a whistleblower who worked to promote internet freedom at the state department before warning of mass surveillance during the Obama administration. Andrew Bakage, Bakage, don't know how to pronounce that. A former CIA officer who is associated with Zaid's firm is also a lawyer for whistleblower aid. Zaid and Bakage represent the official who claimed whistleblower status in raising the case of the Ukraine call. Now, the official works at one of the 17 separate U.S. government intelligence agencies that are collectively referred to as the intelligence community. Democrats say the official's revelations could justify impeachment if Trump requested that his potential 2020 Democratic challenger be investigated in return for withholding federal aid. Now, we know that didn't happen. The transcript of the call and no place does the president say, if you don't investigate Biden, I won't give you the money. The president is actually trying to get the Ukraine to ask their European counterparts for assistance as well. He doesn't say he's not giving them any money. He says you should ask some of the other European countries for help, too. Anyway, it is unclear whether this nonprofit has provided assistance to the official or what financial arrangement there is between the official and attorneys Zaid and Baycash. Whistleblower aid launched with a $1.5 million donation from Ty. Now, I would go into, it says they describe themselves as blah, 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 yada, yada, yada. Another Democrat-funded organization that's there to bring down the president. It exists solely to find people who are disgruntled former employees of the intelligence community to encourage them through payments of their bills to say horrible things about President Trump. Proof that, that my belief there has some merit? Dude didn't hear the call. This whistleblower, this anonymous whistleblower, is not recounting firsthand knowledge of the call between the president and the Ukrainian official. He had a secondhand account, but still calls himself a whistleblower. Because, And what I know of the federal government, in order to be a whistleblower, it's something that you saw or heard yourself, something that you participated in, something that you read, a document that came through your hands, law that was broken that you observed. You then whistleblow on it anonymously because you don't want your life just upset, right? So we know that's not the case. So obviously, again, plan B for the Democrats. So all of these links are in the show notes for today's program. You can find them. And I don't know who is calling me during the show, but you know that is totally rude to call somebody while they're broadcasting um, their radio show. And I just want whoever's calling me to know that if you ever listen to the show and you hear this, I was talking about you. All right. So, so much to do with that. Um, But I want to get to a few more stories that won't be covered in the news because everybody has to talk about the impeachment. So a federal judge on Monday, this is per Reuters, temporarily halted a Trump administration plan for logging in parts of the Tongass National Forest in Alaska, barring a disputed lease sale the day before bids were to be opened. U.S. District Judge Sharon Gleason issued an injunction that blocked the U.S. Forest Service from proceeding with the sale of old-growth spruce and hemlock on Prince of Wales Island at the southern tip of Alaska, saying an environmental impact report fell short of legal standards. So guess who appointed her? Obama. Now, why is this important? Because the president is trying to make it possible for Americans to utilize the natural resources that are a part of our national heritage as Americans. And environmentalists don't want us to do that. They want to turn America into the pit that is quickly, you know, the the pit that California is quickly becoming. And the reason why this won't be shared as a news story, which Democrats are more than happy to have these activist judges do their bidding and not be held accountable for it by the American people Because we're going to now talk about impeachment for, you know, until everybody here is a year older. 
like this time next year. Here's another bombshell. And I, I this one upsets me a great deal, but I've already yelled th- through the first segment, so I'm going to just stay calm. It's the Wall Street Journal reporting that former powerhouse lobbyists won't be indicted in outgrowth of the Mueller probe. Federal prosecutors in Manhattan have closed an investigation into two prominent Washington lobbying firms, including one affiliated with Democratic powerhouse Tony Podesta, according to people who are intimately involved in the matter. The outcome marks a quiet end to the sprawling inquiry that led to the conviction of former campaign manager, Trump campaign manager, Paul Manafort. No indictments because unlike Manafort, they did not help President Trump. You get what we're saying here? If you helped the president, you had to be indicted and punished. If you helped the Democrats or tried to, you're going to get off without any jail time or even prosecution. Another story that should be trumpeted on every major news outlet, including Fox News, that we're not going to hear about because they got their guy. They wanted to punish people who helped Donald Trump. They wanted to take them out of the running for the next time the president runs. They've done that. They got rid of Cohen. They besmirched the president's reputation. Cohen turned coat on him. And then Manafort, who's been really a, a great supporter of the president and hasn't said horrible things about him, he's still been hobbled. And I know, you know, there's somebody right now fixing to email me and say, Manafort broke the law. So have just hundreds of Democrats and none of them are being prosecuted. They haven't seen the inside of a jail cell. They haven't even contacted a thousand dollar an hour attorney to get something reviewed. No indictments, no subpoenas, nothing. That's why it's a problem. So, um, Talking about um, just the rest of the news rundown, I, I'm I'm looking at um, a lot of the people who are calling for the impeachment of the president, and I just think, you know, these are the same people who said he should be impeached when he he had just entered office; he hadn't even done anything, um, and they were saying that he should be impeached. And over on the uh, there's a there's a big tweet that was sent out that got tons and tons and tons of retweets and it was from Hillary Clinton and I responded to her because she basically said that the president betrayed our country here I'll, I'll read it it's from Hillary Clinton her official account the president of the United States has betrayed our country that's not a political statement it's a harsh reality and we must act he is a clear and present danger to the things that keep us strong and free I support impeachment now this is someone who for all intents and purposes, I was just on the radio uh, last week and someone asked me seriously whether or not Hillary Clinton is actually going to come in and, quote unquote, rescue the Democrats since their field is so it's 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 a clown car. Well, I kind of feel like she might want to, but she does not have enough health and vigor to actually pull it off. But the fact that we're even discussing that shows you how crazy incompetent the Democrats are and how sorry their candidates are. All right, that's the show for today. God bless. Righteously American. Back with you tomorrow.